I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah! I'll be honest. I'm going to be honest, I, uh, I, I've i not seen a little Cobra Kai in a couple of days. i got to double back down. I, I feel like I'm, I'm missing Johnny Lawrence. I've almost forgotten how much I hated uh, LaRusso. I, I'm ready to get jump back in, Al. So I, I'm the same exact way. I haven't watched in a couple of days, and to be honest with you, um, uh, nothing has changed in my life. I feel fine. <laughs> um, I'm not having not missing any withdrawals. It? Nothing. Nothing. No, like, you're when, good. When Squid Game was going on <clears throat> and that thing was in the heart of it, I was, uh, yeah, that thing was messing with me mentally, and I had to get back in. I had to get right back in. Let me go watch What, were you episode. afraid a, a van was going to come by and pick you up in the middle of the night and take you to the place? I was afraid of the actual games, <laughs> uh, worried about the actual games. And then here we are, four days. I think I haven't seen Cobra Kai in maybe four days. What's yeah. the last one we watched? I, I, I uh, Friday, I think, or Thursday going into Friday. Something like that, right? Yeah. And for some reason, I don't feel like I missed out on anything. Let me actually give you a good example of why you also feel the same exact way. You feel the same ways because when's the last time you saw an episode? Uh, yeah, same time, really. Like late last and week, you were you were one episode behind me. Yeah. Yesterday, you said that you would catch up. Yeah. You didn't I? Did which tells the entire story of why Cobra Kai is. Eh. Well, there was some there was some yeah. stuff I had to get done. No, 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 stop, 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 stop. You don't get to meh Cobra Kai. They, I, I know is. you're you're in a, you've been in a mood lately. I understand. I don't know. You're going through some stuff. You haven't shared with the group. I think it's going to happen eventually. You're going to kind of open up to the rest of us and explain what's going on. That's fine. I, yeah, I got I'm the here booster. for you. <laughs> no, That's because you you came out fiery early in the week on the booster. But uh, you'll you'll come back. I, I'm not going to let you poo poo uh, Cobra Kai. That's no good at all. Um, I, I got it. I actually do. We should. I mean, I, I don't know. We we just literally just stopped just out of nowhere, stopped watching it. We should get an episode in here. I'm not going to watch one tonight. I'm not going to watch one tonight. I'll catch up. And then tomorrow we'll both be we'll both be at the same place. It'll and be perfect. We can watch an episode tomorrow. Uh, uh, we can break it all down tomorrow. It'll take yep. me nine minutes to watch the episode because I only watch the Johnny Lawrence scenes. Sure. <laughs> it'll it'll be it'll be that's absolutely a sign perfect. of a really good show, by the way. When you, when you forward <laughs> well, no. through, it's a hate a thirty-five minute show, <laughs> and you watch it in nine minutes. <laughs> Who doesn't want to hate watch Daniel Larusso? Um. So yesterday, I was in a good mood, right? Remember, I, I just kind of it had a little bounce in my step. I was feeling what happened? a little bit. Did we know why? No, nothing, really. I just woke up okay. and felt pretty yep. great about everything. Today, something happened. So kind of the normal morning routine. I get up, I come downstairs, and I make myself a cup of coffee, right? Yep. So I pour the coffee into the get mug. Get the ab and- roller out, get Bowflex <laughs> out, and do your... My Suzanne uh, Summers thigh master tapes. I, yep. I put the VHS in. I get my morning workout in. Yeah, a minute and a half later, you're done. <laughs> exactly. Six minutes a day. Was it six minute abs or was it eight minute abs? I forget how long I needed to to do my abs. There was a a, a short ab workout for you. Um, for you, three minutes. Three. Three minutes absolutely. tops. That's all you need. Emily's saying it was eight minute abs. So there you go. I can uh, I can do eight minute abs. Um. Pour my coffee. Come in here to talk with you guys, okay. and and we're, we're chit chatting. I have a little of this coffee. I'm like, this 
doesn't taste very good at all. Like this, whatever. And I don't think maybe I, you know, I brush my teeth or whatever. It's just not landing right. Whatever. So I have another couple of sips along the way. I'm like, this tastes like you know what. I stop drinking. I go back to the kitchen and I look at the little carton of half and half that I had poured into my uh, coffee. It was well past its prime. It smelled like you know what. It, it I that's that's a really hard thing for me to recover from when I took a big shot of spoiled cream to start my that's day. It's a, it's a bad start to the day. Yeah, that's nasty. I I, I always. What are the ones, like, if you buy an almond milk or something along those lines, they expire in, like, 2044. But <laughs> Well, there's nothing in it to do nuts expire. <laughs> but it says only nuts good expire, seven though. to – it says only good seven to ten days after opening. Right. right. So you can't really, like, play the expiration date then. So now it's like, well, when did I open it? I'm not 100% sure. And milk will go sour like this. Almond milk, I, I, I don't know. I probably opened it three months ago. Still tastes good to me. Let's let's keep going. Travis, keep you know going. what? You hit me. I had some spoiled milk this morning too. Did you I really? I feel like we were all in this meeting with some spoiled gross milk <laughs> in our coffees. Probably why we were all maybe in bad moods. Uh, but, you know, it's I unrecoverable. just took some of my roommates. <laughs> right? It's, it's, it's almost unrecoverable. That It's just kind of the rest of the day you're a little – trepidation uh, going in to eat the next thing directly like let me triple check the date on this um salami that i bought yesterday just to make sure that everything's fine i i'm a little gun shy around food which i i don't really like so i think i'm a little i'm a we i'm weary on the expiration dates okay this is a very old school take on this you know they're throwing they're lobbing those expiration dates out there just uh yeah, let's get this individual back into the grocery store let's get uh-huh. him to go buy this product again um, I always, uh, I always give it like, okay, what's the expiration date? Eh, a couple more days after. The recommendations. Yeah, recommendations. Yeah. You guys we go a ahead. couple more days after that. You guys go, Taylor and and Al. You guys, if it says what's today? Today's January twelfth. If it says mm-hmm. January twelfth, that thing's going in the trash can in my house. That's it. I would say it's don't done. trust me because I leave my pizza out overnight too. Yeah, that's so, let's, let's, can, look, probably shouldn't trust Emily either. Emily, I've stuff. become very fond of you over the last several months, but let's just pretend that you never told us that. <laughs> that's one of those things that I'm better off not knowing about you, that you leave right, your wait, pizza on the wait counter a second, overnight. Wait a second. January 12th. Yeah. If it says it expires, it's milk. Yep. Yeah. The milk that you had today, yes. is it fair to say that was a week, two weeks old? No, no, no. Here's the crazy thing. The date was like four or five days from now, but it had 100% turned. Because when I opened up the carton and smelled it, it was yeah. spoiled. No, it was, no, no. It was if, bad. If the expiration date, so the expiration date said you still had a few more days. Oh yeah, like oh, no, maybe then, close to a week. Yeah, then that's mind over matter. Now we're trusting everyone and we're saying, look, it I still have four or five. It smells bad and it's tastes okay. bad. You're going to drink okay. it. Anyway. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go ex- fish you out have of my to trust disposal. the expiration date. You have to <laughs> Nail trust it. it. To you. All right. Uh, I've been taking. I've been taking Tylenol that expired. I think nine years ago. You just have to. There's still a little shelf life in there. Just. It's a me- it's a mental thing. I I, I look. I no. No, if it's it smells, not. that's it's disgusting. A, if it it smells, is a food safety issue, and I am out. I'm glad that Taylor's here because Taylor had. Speaking of bad mornings. Taylor had arguably the the worst feeling you can have in the morning. As bad as it is to pour a little crappy milk into your coffee that's turned, he had that. Rolls over, looks at the clock, and he's more than an hour behind because he overslept. How'd that feel this morning, Taylor? That has that's a fun way to start the day. I actually feel great this morning. I got a lot of sleep. <laughs> how late? How much did you oversleep by? Uh, just an hour, fifteen minutes. Hour fifteen, yeah. 
So I was, a little. I'd yeah, have a heart a attack. Yeah, a little bit is 20 minutes. That, yeah, 15 <laughs> minutes. They've got minutes. me coming in a little bit later these uh-huh. days because uh, Jorge from Mason in Ireland is sick. Never heard of him. So I'm, I'm doing part of that show with Laura's help as well. And last night I was just kind of, you know, deciding what time was the latest I could wake up. You know, setting my alarm and I was set backups and whatnot. And during that process, the math must have been difficult and I just <laughs> passed out. And that's the difference right there. That Taylor, as a man in his 20s, when he falls asleep, he's going to stay asleep until his body tells him to wake up the next morning. Me, who I am no longer in my 20s, I wake up about every two, two and a half hours to triple check the alarm, to worry about my retirement fund, to wonder if my kids are going to be okay, to wonder if I'm going to be able to afford my mortgage payment at the end of the month, that these are the things that keep me awake every single night, all Trav, night why were long. you up at 5.30 in the morning? Well, I got to check Fidelity. <laughs> I had to check Fidelity. Once no. Before the market starts, hey, I have to check Fidelity to just make sure that everything is on pace. I, I, I just I don't, I don't think he's passing chemistry. I think, I, I, what are we going to do about that chemistry? Grade, and you know what? I didn't contribute to my 401k this month. And you know what? I didn't do this, and I'm really worried about the traffic. Trash what, guy's late. Up, Trash guy's up, late. <laughs> what's up with the Omicron? What's up with that? Is Al is Al going to be bounced back from his? Like I, I can't turn my brain off. This and, and it's 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 family, money, and work. Those are the three things hey. that just keep you up every night. So Taylor, I'm glad you it's got fair. an extra hour and a half. That's uh, that's good for you. Very very. And good. let me tell you about the traffic on the 110. Absolutely nobody on there. Just free roads flying. Put Waze on, you know, make sure there aren't any uh, cops around. And just Waze comes on and says, no, you're good. Yeah. Just, just go ahead. You're fine. Take whatever route you want. Take it's, your time. Uh, there are some uh, some variant blessings, I guess, that you can still make it to work on time. Sleep, oversleeping is the worst thing in the world. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Um, he did it again last, was it last night, Emily, that Jalen Ramsey dropped a little breadcrumb on, on Twitter? You're a little bit. Yeah. So... Late last night, uh, Jalen Ramsey posted he 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 he, and then some devil uh, emojis I've at like ten fifty seven last I've night. Done that so, before. right, right, we all mm-hmm. done it. But every other time this season, the uh, Rams have added a new player. Like, was it on Twitter star. or was it on Instagram? Twitter. I am doing on the Surprise star. <laughs> yeah, they got. They, he's done something similar. So he says like, "Oh, look out!" or he he he, and always the devil earring. So. I was ready for something big this morning, and uh, we got something this morning. I yeah, would say I, it was I big. <laughs> uh, the the Rams made an act. Jordan Fuller is down. He got hurt against the 49ers, so he's gone for as long as the Rams uh, continue mm-hmm. to play. They added Eric Weddle, who played for them a couple of years ago. Of course, a longtime member of the Chargers, played briefly for the uh, Baltimore Ravens, uh, and came over and finished his career with the Rams a couple of years ago. Uh, but Eric Weddle is now a member of the Rams, and – I'll, I'll be honest, Al. I didn't even know you could do that. I didn't know that you could add a player right before the playoff game, uh, that a guy that was just not on a team, not on a roster anywhere else, so you could just pick him up like that. It's not it's not OBJ, it's not Von Miller, but it is a guy that's had a lot of success in the NFL, even if he hasn't played in a couple of years. Can you do me a favor? Can Can you send out some type of a cryptic tweet or some type of a post on Instagram? <laughs> not today, not tomorrow. But, you know, when we're not expecting it, I'd love to see, like, what your cryptic tweet would be. Because if I try to do something similar, I'm going to use emojis that nobody's going to understand. It's like, why is there a – why is there – why does it say happy birthday on there? Why is there 
a house on there? Why is there also a fire extinguisher? Like, what is he trying to say? What a is he siren, to say? a triton, and a birthday cake. Like, what? What, what is? What is that, Adam? What to? is Sliwa trying to say? Yeah, it, I. I mean, I guess it's kind of interesting in the sense that he's here. But I, I, what would be kind of fun is if once the playoffs start. When did he last play? By the way, two years ago. I mean, it's it. And, and look, Eric Weddle is a very accomplished NFL player. But I just don't know how much juice a guy that hasn't played in two years is going to come in and all of a sudden be able to help. I, I think it's one of those. I, I have to imagine, Al, it's a, look, we need to have somebody that knows the play calls, that knows what we're doing, that will at least run in the right direction. I can't imagine that a guy that hasn't played NFL football for two years just drops in and all of a sudden has a grip of what's happening in an NFL game. That speed is fast. Well, I, I will say this. You know, physically on the field, probably not. Mentally, yes, he will because he's just an incredibly smart player, been in the league for a long time. Uh, I don't know how many Pro Bowls he's made, but I know it's been a number of Pro Bowl selections. So, But you're right. It's The dude is – he's 37. He hasn't played in two years. So it's, it's an interesting move. I don't think it's a move that, you know, will dictate what happens this upcoming Monday against the Arizona Cardinals. But uh, – Certainly, somebody that they're going to bring in, and I—it's I, funny. I, I when when we heard the news this morning, I just you know immediately I just kind of scratched my mind. Eric Weddle, I'm like, wait, I haven't heard kid? that name in a couple of years. Oh, <laughs> my, that's because he my, hasn't been <laughs> hasn't been in the league in a couple of years. Yeah, I thought maybe there was an Eric Weddle Jr. Here's what it is: six Pro Bowl selections. Mm-hmm. Um, that was the third most between 2011 and 2019. That's pretty good. Uh, but here here's the number that matters, right? Not 23 interceptions, not six Pro Bowl selections, not any of those things. Here's here's the number. Not even necessarily 37 years old. 750. You want to take a guess, Al? You want to know what 750 is? What's that? That is the amount of days between the last time he played and Monday night wow. when this game starts. That That is a long time. Mm-hmm. 750 days since he last played in an NFL game. You, you, we, we joke all the time, right, that you go out and you maybe you play, you get some shots up at the gym. Right, and then all yep. of a sudden, there are a couple of guys come in. Next thing you know, you're playing three on three, right? Mm-hmm. And you're a little sore. Well, imagine going to play full court all of a sudden. Right now, you can barely walk the next day. I don't care how good a shape you keep yourself in. If you haven't played NFL football in 750 days, what is that? What What is Eric Weddle going to be feeling Tuesday morning? Uh, I I have absolutely no idea what he's going to be feeling. I guess the question is going to be: Do you really think he's going to be? The, what kind of impact can the guy have in a game? That he hasn't played in two years. Well, okay. Can I be totally honest with yeah. you? I'll tell you on the other side. It's Travis and Slee, 710 ESPN. We'll tell you what he can do to that team come Monday night. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. All right, it's time for some straight talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Al, Straight Talk Wireless, no contract, no compromise. This is 
straight, 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 straight talk. You ready? When you asked me about what does it mean, like what impact could Eric Weddle yeah. have if he's yep. going to play on Monday, uh, if you're just getting in your car uh, and you're just listening to us right now, number one, do better. Get with us at uh, 10 o'clock. That, that's, that's when we start. That's when you should be with us. Make sure that you're with us every single morning at 10 a.m., even a little before sometimes. So make sure that you're here for that. Um, Eric Weddle got added back to the Rams this morning. They uh, Jordan Fuller got hurt against the Niners. He's down. They need a safety. Eric Weddle finished his career at the Rams a couple of years ago, and he's back. And, Al, you asked the question, you know, what – you know, okay, cool, but you know, like, what what actually could he do come Monday night against the Cards? Right? Mm-hmm. He could screw it up. That's the answer to the question. The que- the, the question isn't. Like, I don't expect him to have an interception. I don't expect him to you know make a game saving tackle. If he does, wonderful G- gravy, right? All gravy. Which, yeah. by the way, is always good. Who doesn't like gravy? Um. The problem is he hadn't played in an NFL game in 750 days. 700 is out. You and I were we, – I, I think we – hey, Al, how you doing? Good to see you. Yeah, hey, Trav. We, we, we never saw each other. And now we're – it's been a long time is the point since Eric Weddle played for the Rams. And all of a sudden, you got to deal with a guy that's been playing NFL football all season long yep. who is razor sharp. And you – and I don't know – I'm sure he's fit and strong and all that stuff, but it ain't the same as doing this. And now you got to have him in coverage or you got to have him make a read or you got to have to have him do something in the split second. I know that his mind will be up to it. I just don't know if his body can react like that after that much time off. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm kind of trying to figure out how how he can impact the game, and I, and that it, let's put it this way: it'd be very surprising that he impacts the game um, in a positive way, just because of your age, just because how long you've been away from the game, just because uh, it's playoff football. This is the first playoff game. Um, I, I, I it's interesting news today, but I I don't I don't really look at this as okay, well this is big time or this is the other way where it's like, I just don't see how he's going to impact a playoff game at his age at this point of the season. And I'm with you. I was actually a little surprised that you're able to go out there and go grab a roster spot and throw somebody in there. <laughs> yeah. Go, go see, you know, let's go, let's go way back. Let's go see if there's somebody from the greatest show on turf that wants to come back. Go, just yeah. go wait. We, I, we've talked to Ricky pro Emily. Who have you had? We had Ricky pro. We've had Tori Holt. We've had, um, uh, Aeneas Williams, maybe he'd yep. like to come back. He's perfect. Aeneas Williams is a Hall of Famer. Maybe he'd like to jump back into the mix. Yeah, that can, can you do that in the NBA? Do you know if like the playoffs started, could the Lakers lob a phone call to Jared Dudley and say, "Hey, Dud, you want to come back and grab a few minutes with well, LeBron it, and the fellas?" For the NBA, it's the buyout market, right? That's uh-huh. the it's the all right guys that are leaving and. Let's just use as an example last season. Remember Lakers? They grabbed Andre Drummond in the buyout market. Uh, a couple years before, it was I want to say it was like Dion Waiters or maybe it was J.R. Smith. I can't remember who it was. But these are guys that were in the league. These were guys that were actually playing. They were on another roster. So it's it's obviously a different scenario. Okay, <laughs> last one on this, and then yeah. I want to move to show me. My, my first day back from vacation, right, mm-hmm. when, whenever I – even if it's like a long weekend, say you get like one of those four-day weekends, you know, Monday is off and Friday is off, you have a nice long weekend. That – that Tuesday back in the chair feels like I've never done this before. And it takes a few minutes. And that's talking. That's just sitting here having a cup of coffee, talking about sports, BSing, talking about milk and food and Dodgers, Lakers, and Rams. 
Imagine having to cover an NFL wide receiver after two years of watching football on TV. Good that's, luck. That's so funny you say that. I, what was that? I think like a couple of weeks ago I was mentioning this that I would just I just went to the gym to just go shoot around. I had a half court all to myself. <laughs> I took nine shots and all of a sudden I was like, let's, let's get a little quick little breather here. Let's get a quick little breather here. Um, Trav, you go. You, you'll know this too. And I actually, you probably this is probably more similar to you for the Rams. Um, Lakers have a couple days off, and then you get back into it to a pregame show. I need a segment. Like it takes a second to just just on, on a on a. Michael, couple, you want to take over for this segment? Just let I'm, me get I'm my like sea legs back. Crossing my words over. Like, what are you doing? You know, and, and and it's almost like you try to. Let's use tonight as an example. Lakers take on the Kings, right? The last game the Lakers played was against Memphis. Why does it seem like that game against Memphis was six weeks ago? Well, Bryant was Reeves that the last had game? 24 points. Uh, Sharif Abdurrahim was very good from outside. He knocked out <laughs> a bunch of shots. How'd Lafonso uh, Ellis do? <laughs> was Lafonso Ellis a Grizz? I don't know, actually. I, I, I could be completely I, wrong. Mike Bibby, I think, was a Grizz. Stromile Swift. Stromile Swift. There you yeah, go. That's a good one. Perfect. You know, can I, can I reveal a little secret here? And Taylor, tell me if this is true or not. Are you a sneaky, like, super NBA guy? Because when, when you pop on, you will drop some little NBA nuggets. Are you a little sneaky NBA guy back there? Oh, not even sneaky about it. Hardcore NBA. But I like the early 2000s to about 2010. I think that's the best time time period for me. What's your team? Because as an Iowan, you could go a lot of different ways. Where, where are you going? Oh, man. I don't know if I should say this on air. You're okay. a Bulls fan, aren't you? No. No. Celtics? No. Sacramento. Oh, no. Really? Yeah. No, Why? Yeah, that's okay. Or so white I, I grew up Chris watching Weber? Mike Bibby, Chris Webber, Peja, yeah. Christie. Right. They haven't made the playoffs in 29 years. <laughs> but usually when I tell a Lakers fan <laughs> that, all I get is sympathy, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's saying. more of a, like, nobody oh, is, yeah, oh I'm sorry. concerned about that. Yeah. Slee was not giving you sympathy. Like The, the look on your face, out was great. It was just utter contempt well just, there's, there's nothing to be upset at him about like there's no there's, you were not i feel upset. bad for him yeah you were just dis- you were disgusted by the revelation like whoa, whoa. golden one acorn casino <laughs> what, what, is, what is it what credit union i don't, I don't know golden one center it's nice golden one center yeah. who's the sleep train aren't they the sleep train they were no that's the mattress that's uh, oh, that's the old they one were. that was that was years ago that sponsorship ended years ago trev makes crypto.com arena sound like boston garden yeah, <laughs> just kind of rolls right off the tongue. Uh, back to Weddle very quickly. We're going to ask uh, Sean McVay. Sean McVay is going to be on with us tomorrow, Al. Yep. 12.30 tomorrow. So when everyone gets here at 10 and then you've listened to us for two and a half hours, you will get to hear uh, Sean McVay. And we can ask him about that, about why Eric Weddle and how much we expect him to play and the, the risks and the rewards and everything else. And uh, you can beat him up about why he decided to go I, for I it. Got to go back. Got to go back to that Niners game. Ask you know, kind of what goes through. By the way, that that is. Um, I, I know certain coaches have certain strategies. I was actually surprised that that was his strategy. I really was genuinely like I, you, I the thought, strategy to run it three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I I thought he'd be more aggressive. We're going for the kill. Like I I really genuinely thought that. Yeah. yeah. It. it, it it was out of character, I think. I like I. I'm staying in the lane that I was in. I yep. I get what he was doing, but I do agree that it was out of character a little bit. It was interesting. He said yesterday, um, he was asked about the loss. Does it mean anything moving forward? Do you flush it? Do you move from it? And here was his response. <laughs> 
<laughs> does it does it always catch you a little bit by surprise when McVay cracks a joke because he's such a serious guy. He's so intense, but he'll he's got a little sneaky a little sneaky humor in him. I like that. Um, I, you know, I, I'm I'm gonna just the actual quote of what he said that that game doesn't mean anything. In in a sense, when I read it in my head, it was like, what do you mean doesn't mean anything? Of course, it means something. You could have you and I talked about this. Um, first of all, you were up 17 nothing, so you gave up a lead. You've lost six in a row to the San Francisco 49ers. You could have walked into the playoffs with a six-game winning streak. You could have avoided potentially the Packers until the NFC week. Championship game, right? Yeah. Like, I, I think the it doesn't mean anything is like, what are you talking about? Of course it means something. But I, I, I think I understand what he's referencing to. What he's referencing is, what do you want me to do? It's over, right? You know, like... I, I have to turn the page. I have to move on. We're playing the Cardinals this weekend or on this upcoming Monday. You want me to keep worrying about the San Francisco 49 I can't worry about it anymore. So I actually – I initially when I read it, it was more of how can you, you – you better not undervalue that loss. You shouldn't because that was a bad loss and the way it played out and now you're walking into the postseason. But I get what he's saying. I, I can't look in the past. Let me just look forward. The crazy thing about NFL players and NFL coaches, I've said this to Key, I've said this to Kirk, I've said this to Marcellus when he was here, I've said it to all these guys. Never mind that they're bigger, stronger, faster than all of us. You, that, that's, that's the entry point to play professional sports, right? Yep. But what they're better at than Alan Sliwa, Travis Rogers, and all non-professional athletes, they are masters of compartmentalization. They, they they really are. That What happened last what, – what do I care? I don't have to tackle Debo Samuel this week. I don't have to do it. I have to worry about – they can just turn that page and go to that next thing so quickly. You, you know me pretty well now. I tend to dwell on things. I tend to think about, you know, five years ago when I tried that, I ended up hitting my toe on the coffee table in the middle of the night. I'm not, I'm not doing that again. What if it happens again? That really hurt. I don't want to do that. These guys just move right past it. They don't think about – I guarantee you there's nobody in that Rams locker room right now that's thinking about Lambeau Field in two weeks. Nobody. They're, they're, they're worried about what to do with Kyler Murray. They're worried about what to do with Chandler Jones. They're worried about what to do with Cliff Kingsbury's offense. They, they're not thinking about anything about San Francisco or Green Bay. They are on the task at hand. That's what makes them them as much as anything else. Trav, you know what's dangerous about this game on Monday? Mm. I think there's a little – you know, you said this earlier. I, I think they'll be fine. I think they'll beat the Cardinals, right? And I, I think the – I think there's a little bit of – Arizona didn't play good football over the last, what was it, five month. weeks of the season? Yeah, month plus. And then they walk into Dallas and win at Dallas. They're dangerous enough to go win one game. They've done sure. it already to the Rams. I, I'm not saying that the Rams are going to lose that game, but damn, doesn't it feel like there is – people are overlooking the Arizona Cardinals like, okay, well, this – they, they just got the Cardinals, and then so. they move on. I don't you don't think, think so. so? No, I don't. I, I think what you said, the first part I agree. They can beat them, but I don't think anybody's looking past them because they got clipped by them early this year. I, I don't think that that's something that they move past. Two things I want to do. I want to okay. ask the question about something that would be very unpleasant come on uh, Tuesday morning. If, in fact, the Rams lose, where are they? And number two... I need to get to the bottom of how Sacramento became Taylor's favorite team. That doesn't make any sense to me at all. That's a terrible, terrible choice, and I'm going to offer a, uh, a timeshare pitch, out on why he should join a different team. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. I think, Al, that the straight down the middle, I think that's Dean Martin. I I couldn't swear to it, but I'm pretty sure that's Dean Martin. I think I would have been a good member of the Rat Pack. I really do. I, I, I think that I, I'd like to hang out, like to shoot a little pool, like to play golf, I'd like to have martinis with Dino and, and, and Frank and the fellas. I think I would have been a good member of the Rat Pack. Would you have joined us? Would you have been into that? I think we could still do it. I, I don't think we <laughs> start our own Rat Pack idea. right now. It was actually Bing Crosby, by the way. Okay, Bing. Bing. So it's Same Bing thing. Crosby. But still, it still inspired me to feel a little Rat Pack. Are you up for like three martinis at one fifteen on a Wednesday? Is that is that how you roll? We're done at 12.55. We've got 20 minutes to take three down, and we go from there. Maybe yeah, we, we start around noon. Down. We could, yeah. we could, we could we start, start at 1.15. You finish the show. We chit-chat a little bit. We go get, like, um, some Oysters Rockefeller and start crushing martinis at 1.15. Very <laughs> Mad Men of you. didn't want to do that? Oh, I would have killed it in Mad Men. I, I, I probably would have died before I got to my 50th birthday, but I would have had a hell of a time. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Here are some tweets to start today. Don't forget that Ask Slee is coming up next. So if you got tweets uh, for that, at Alan Sliwa, at Travis Rogers. Of course, you can call 877-710-ESPN. Um, this one says... Trav, that's like making a sandwich and not realizing the bread is moldy until after a few bites. That's from Matthew Pelosi. Matthew, no, it's not. <clears throat> it's because mold on bread, you can see it, right? The The label on my carton of half and half didn't have an expiration date until the middle of next week. So I, I looked at the date, poured the milk half and half into my coffee, and it wasn't until I tasted it that it tasted yeah. like crap it, i was it, gonna it's not the same thing i was gonna come after you but then i was like no i don't i don't smell the milk i not don't if it's like unless a couple days uh, away right unless we're getting close to game time uh, so i had something <laughs> that happened yesterday so i was trying to make some eggs i put cheese in my eggs in the morning and sure. i didn't realize until the eggs were already uh, the cheese was already on the eggs that that was moldy so i didn't see the moldiness of the egg of the cheese before i put it on there so the- I have been having some issues with my uh, preservation of, of dairy products lately, you, I guess. Uh, your refrigerator might not be working properly, Emily. Yeah, you maybe that's want it. Or maybe that. I'm just too lazy to, to clean out my fridge, too, and just don't look at any of my ingredients. Here's one from Francis in Glendale. Uh, the Rams are three injuries away from re-signing DeMarco Farr. <laughs> Yeah, I had, look, I, DeMarco, DeMarco's is a great ready. player. 
I, 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 I don't know about that. He's, no, he's ready to go. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> My man, DeMarco. I, I don't know. Maybe maybe Throw Maurice Jones-Drew. You know, if, if Sony Michelle and uh, Cam Akers go down and sign Mo out of the booth, he could go down. Maybe JB could pick up somebody in coverage. By the way, <laughs> how about the – okay, I'm going to isolate this game on uh, on Monday, okay? There's some <laughs> There's some pressure on Matt Stafford on Monday night. There is some legitimate, legitimate pressure on Matt Stafford coming in on Monday night. Trav, think about this. You know, like, I, I know you and I have said this, that even whatever success that they've had in the regular season, it was, okay, well, you know, do it in the postseason. What are you going to do in the postseason? Mm-hmm. This is the first game of the postseason. Um, you know, he obviously has under his belt, and it's not all fair. And I'll be the first one to say, look, when you play for a Detroit Lions franchise – um, it, it's it's not fair to look at that past, but he's 0-3 in the postseason, and of course the Rams go out and give up what they did and draft picks to go get him. Bro, can you imagine first half, throws a pick, maybe a fumble, and now all of a sudden you're walking into halftime, well, and it's, even, if it's, even if it's 10-10 at halftime, Trav, like the, the pressure is... Arizona, can you make it? Can you keep it a game just to kind of continue to make those stakes a little bit tougher, a little bit higher? All of a sudden, ribeyes, strips. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> can Can you imagine you're going into the fourth quarter and it's a seventeen thirteen game? They're down by four. Well, I'm I'm just saying that that if if you think about it from a a pressure perspective, there is. So much pressure. Like you could say, there's pressure, yes, on the front office, and there's pressure on oh, Sean McVay. Some. Go ahead. Well, yeah, but 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 with all that said, it comes down to the player that they went out. Is that player going to deliver or not? Because yes, people are going to give less need, and they're going to give Sean McVay a lot if they didn't win that game on Monday. But the finger's going to be pointed at Matt Stafford more than anybody else. If you know, I'm, now he goes out, throws 350 yards, and the defense can't stop anybody. That's a different story. It's. It's so weird and so dumb. We, like, for, if you if you take the thirty thousand foot view of this, it's so silly because think think about what's happened. We spent an entire year going through the Jared Goff, Matthew Stafford. Was it the right thing? Has it helped? Are they better? Are they worse? Are they blah 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 blah? We are exactly where they were a year ago, exactly. Which is they're in the playoffs. They're, they're, they 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 kind of stumbled their way in, yeah. Uh, and the entire season is going to be determined on whether or not Jared Goff. Or, see, I, I didn't even do that on purpose. Whether or not the quarterback plays yep. well. Last year it was can Jared Goff play well enough to do it? And uh, in interest of fairness, Jared Goff in the playoffs last year pretty good. Yeah, he, 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 he did a good job. Um, and this year, dude, like you said, it's all on Matthew Stafford. It is. You're right, but I think it's equally on. Sean McVay and Les Snead, because they were the ones that, without saying it in this exact way, they made it crystal clear. The reason we got knocked out we is Jared can't Goff win isn't good with enough. Jared Goff. The reason we yeah. were not Super Bowl good enough was because our quarterback wasn't good enough. If we mm-hmm. fix that, everything else will take care of itself. Well, they did fix it, or at least we thought they were trying to. And and we are exactly where they were a year ago. It, so, it's, it's, it, we spent a year spinning our wheels to get right back to the same spot. But, Trav, here's the funny thing, and, and I'm sure there's going to be people out there, and we'll see what happens, because it's not just the game against Arizona. Even if you lose in the next round right. after that, it's it's still the same conversation. Um, 
But I, but again, I, but 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 palatable in the same way that last one's was because if you lose to Aaron Rodgers and Lambeau Field, is anybody really saying, "Hey, you guys blew it"? No, you're not saying that, but you're also saying you didn't make progress, right? Like you're, you're what you're saying is you went out and made a move, and I, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure I'm crystal clear on this. I still think it was the right move. Like I think sure. that's the gamble that you go make. Like if to to just continue, if you thought Jared Goff's only going to get us so far, let's go get Matt Stafford and give up whatever we have to go get up, give up to go get him. Um, so I'm I'm not quite, I, I'm not one of those saying, well, they shouldn't have done it. No, I think they. I, I think making the move was the right thing to make. That's why when I say the pressures on Matt Stafford, it's like. This is your moment. You've never had a moment like this in your career. You've never had expectations like this in your career. It's not the Lions. You, there are no excuses about the Detroit Lions. Look at the Rams' success since, since they've uh, come back to L.A. or since they've been under Sean McVay. That's when I say, can you just can you think of Monday night? You're walking in. There's six minutes left in the fourth quarter, <laughs> and the score is twenty to seventeen. You're down by a field goal. I'm just, yeah. I'm, I'm saying that you cannot tell me that he's not going to feel that in that game. Oh, he's feeling it right now. Yeah. I don't know where he lives, but he's feeling it right now. One more quick tweet, uh, Trav and Allen. Did Rob Palenka temporarily become the Rams GM and sign Weddle? He did. That's from John in Huntington Beach. It feels like it. It, it does feel like. Uh, a throwback to another time. My at favorite. At least some of those Laker players were. At least they were. They were, they were in the league. They were in the league. <laughs> yeah, that's. Uh, yeah, Carmelo Anthony was in the league last year. Yeah. Now the year before he wasn't. <laughs> but but you know who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll get a little Carmelo Anthony action. Well, it'll it'll spark a little thing. Coming up, fifteen minutes. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk Taylor out of the Kings. This is uh, Taylor. This isn't just a bad look for you. This is a bad look for our show. We need Taylor, to fix I'm, this. I'm, I'm going to talk. I'm going to talk you into staying with the Kings. <laughs> all right, There's but, a reason I didn't bring it up. <laughs> yeah, well, you see, you're a smart guy. Before we do all that, Ask Slee. It's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So this one, you know, sometimes they come in at random times in the day, questions for, for Ashley. This one, Al, came in after our show yesterday while someone was on the air. Mace had an Ask Slee in the middle of his show that he wanted me to relay to you. Are you ready? Let's do it. All right. So this is from Mason of Mason and Ireland fame. This is... uh... This is after the timer. So this is the first, what is it, like an overtime? Because yeah. you've had pre's, you've had posts. This is overtime. Yep. This is overtime. Mm-hmm. Do crabs think people walk sideways? Hashtag ask sleep. <laughs> <laughs> it's an got? interesting perspective. It's an interesting perspective. Um, I think they do. You know, and you really kind of th- – and I actually, I don't even know why it's a question. Of course they do. And it almost bothers me whoever sent that. That <laughs> what do you mean? Whoever sent that? It's Mason. Oh, is Mason's actual question? Yes. No, this is from Mace. 
<laughs> and Greg Bergman. Greg Bergman texted me too. They yeah. wanted to make sure that, that this was awesome. an Astley. I, I thought you were saying that during their show, an Astley came <laughs> no, in, no, 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 no. and he's like, "Hey, take this. I don't know I, what to do with it." My, you know, when, throw it over. We had a we had a meeting yesterday after our show, right? Yeah. And and so uh, in the middle of our meeting, I get a notification on my laptop from Steve Mason. And look, Mason and I will text once in a blue moon, but we don't text each other regularly. It's yep. not like that. And I was like, I wonder what Mason's up to. So I click it, and it's an Ask Slee in the middle of his show. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. It's pretty funny right there. Yes, they do think we walk crooked. Absolutely. And, you know, Mason, it's a, it's a good perspective. It's a fair question to ask. And, uh Absolutely. That that if you go into a mind of a crap, that's what they're thinking. <laughs> I wonder if they think we're as delicious as we think they are. Because when I see a crowling, that guy looks pretty good. A little little butter, a little uh little something on this little Tabasco on there, we could get that done. Nothing looks good alive. Nothing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's a good point. Fair enough. You don't look at a salmon in the river and go, mmm. You got to get that thing cleaned up and ready You're to go. You're not at a farm and you see a chicken and say, <laughs> look at those thighs. <laughs> I'm going to start looking at chickens all different now. Let's try a phone Ask Slee right now. Let's go to Downey and Jacob. Hashtag Ask Slee. What's up, Jacob? Good morning, boys. So I'm going to piggyback off of a question that was asked on Monday from me. If Big Al says, and Manny Moron, happy birthday. So my hashtag Ashley is, when Big Al sings happy birthday, does he add the cha-cha-cha in the middle? For example, <laughs> happy birthday to you. Cha-cha-cha. That's, that's good, Jacob. Thank you, Jacob. All right, thank, thank you, Jacob. Um, I don't know how you can sing happy birthday without the cha-cha-cha. And I, and I act it out, too. You know what I mean? Like, I, I have by far the most energy of everyone at the table. Usually I stand on the bench. If we're at a restaurant, I usually stand on the bench. I'm trying to get other other uh, tables involved as well. You know, you know, you've been to a sporting event where there's that one guy that, hey, a run is about to start, so he's trying to get the guys to stand up, like you know, around uh-huh, him. Uh-huh. Like, Come on, let's go. I'm. You're the birthday common, version of that. Very common. I do that at Applebee's. I do that at Outback Steakhouse, Claim Jumpers, all these, all these restaurants. I do it. I don't even know whose birthday it is. Sometimes it's a table <laughs> next to me, and I'm on the bench saying, let's What's do your name? this. What's your name? Gary? All right, Gary, let's go. Let's Happy freaking birthday. go. <laughs> Dear Gary. Get table cha, number cha, cha. 12 up, trying to get everybody up. <laughs> Perfect. All right, we got another in-house Ask Slee. Uh, Emily, you have an Ask Slee? Uh-oh, her mic's not up, guys. Let's turn. Let's make sure she's up. Emily, turn right. it again. There you go. Am I here? Okay, yeah. so at Emily Hebel, hashtag ask, ask oh, okay. Steve. Yep. So, she's giving uh, her handle. Yep. Giving yep. her handle out there. Yep. Uh, Devin Booker uh, last night had some beef with the Raptors mascot. Yes. So if you had to have beef with any mascot in any sport, who would you want to have beef with? Easy one. Hashtag Astley. Um, Any mascot. Okay, there's a couple come to mind. Um, In Phoenix... That dude is just the man. The gorilla is the man. <laughs> yeah. Okay? In San Antonio, the coyote, right? In Chicago, what is his name? The uh, Benny. Benny. I think it's Benny, Benny the, the bull. bull or something yeah. like that. Those are the ones that I, I think of right out the gate, but only because they're iconic mascots. Like they're good ones. Well, I'm so, surprised that with that in mind, Al, I'm surprised you didn't do the one that first came to my mind, it, and it's it's from your hometown, the chicken. The San Diego Chicken, right? Like he is. But one they of said the, the NBA. Was it? Oh, was it NBA specific? Was it NBA specific, or did I just make that sport. up? Sport, like just... any any professional sport. Okay. Ah, ah. 
Got I it. thought for sure you were going chicken. Like the chicken was is the original. He's the OG mascot. He is the OG. He is the OG. Um, but I th- I, if if I'm going to have any beef with any of these uh, mascots, I, I think uh, I think I'm going to go with the Coyote with the San Antonio Spurs because that's the only actual team that we have a little bit of beef with. Sort of, not really even anymore. Um, the one it doesn't that have I, to be team beef. It can be personal. The beef. one I don't understand. Yeah. Was it Chuck the Condor? What is that? What oh, is it? yeah, that, what, what that one's that? kind of weird. What is that? I think it is Chuck the Condor. I what think is you're that? right. Looks like a I, toucan. <laughs> it's good. You know, the other one is that I, yeah. I have absolutely great one for is the Philly Fanatic. You know, the, the Philly Fanatic is another one of the those man. OG mascots that he's got. He and Lasorda used to go round and round and round. I'd, I'd get into it. With Are the you fanatic. a mascot fan? Like, do you do you? But any care Philly mascot would they're... beat you guys up, though. <laughs> well, that's true. Gritty from up. the Flyers is looks yeah, like a deranged serial killer. Um, yeah, I like the original ones, Al. I like the chicken. Yeah. I like the gorilla. When I was a kid in, in Phoenix, uh, the gorilla was. Huge. The gorilla was more popular than most oh, of the players the man. back in the day. Um, and then the fanatic and the, the, the chicken are all good. All right, here's another one. Uh, this is from John. When you set your out of office, do you put, I'm out of the office, I'll get back to you? Or do you lie and say, I'm out of the office and have no access to email? Hashtag Ask Slee. Um. Unless, uh, no, I, I actually pretty detailed on there. So it's like, hey, I'm gone from this date to that date. Uh, and then it's just kind of up to me if I want to respond back or not. Do yeah, you check I, your email when you're on vacation? I do. Yeah, I, I do. do too. Um, but I also leave the out of office like I'm, I'm out on vacation until this date. I'll get back to you when I return. Yep. But I also know that if it's important, I'll hit you right away. It, yeah, just, yeah. I mean, it, it gives you a two-way go. You got to like, set <laughs> It's a you hit set the expectation that okay, hey, I'm not going to get back to you. Right. And then it's if I get back to you, then okay, there's a reason why I got back to you. All right, this is a good one. And, and by the way, this is something that just about everybody could weigh in on if they want. Taylor, Emily, Ask Slee, and all of you listeners, eight seven 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 ten ESPN. It's from Biggie, who is a regular contributor to ha- uh, Ask the Slee. The crab one was pretty funny, bro. It was great. That was pretty funny that it came from them. <laughs> what was Slee's first cassette slash CD purchased as a young teen? Your first record that you personally bought? Um. I don't know which one of these two it was, but it was one of these two. It was either Coolio, okay. Gangster's nice. Paradise. Okay? <laughs> nice, yeah. Or I don't know if I actually purchased that or not. I know the first CD that I got was Eminem's, uh, his first album. Eight Mile? Eminem's first. No, no, no. Eight Mile was down the road. Okay. It was. Infinite? Uh, say it again. Infinite? No, I don't think that's his first one either. The Marshall Mathers LP? Yep, Marshall Mathers LP. I think that's his first, like his original one. Hi, my name is, you know, that that album. I want to say that was the first one that I got. I don't that's... even know how I was allowed to, to purchase that. Did you have to sneak it in the house, like put it down in the back of your jeans and so nobody could see it? I'm going up to my room. Don't let leave don't me alone. Lock parents, the door. I don't think they understood anything of what was going on in that world like and even for me to be listening to I don't even think they put the pieces together I think they just thought well we played uh Middle Eastern music growing up so yeah he's just gonna listen to that yeah it's probably not gonna happen guys probably not gonna happen you should have put a CD rack in the liquor store you could have helped your dad make a make a few bucks dad this is what people are listening to 
This not is a what bad this idea. is. You want a little Coolio? You want a little uh, Eminem? This is how funny this is, is that? the way Coolio. to do it. Gangsters Paradise. I think I listened to that thing a thousand eighty four times. My first CD was uh, Aaron Carter. So uh, the Isn't he a Backstreet brother, Boy? No, the brother of the Backstreet Boy, okay. the younger brother of Backstreet Boy, Aaron Carter. My first cassette tape though was uh, Fleetwood Mac. So. I'm a big fan of Fleetwood Mac, but Aaron Carter was the heartthrob of my generation. I the believe. first thing I ever bought was actually an LP, a record, right? Like an album in ZZ Top. So that's ZZ Top for the win back in the uh, late 1970s. Maybe it was the early 80s. I, I don't remember. 